Welcome to the Broski Files, where you join with the uh, spirits of Broski. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, hey, Broskis, welcome to podcast number six. Uh, as you know, I did not post an episode last week, but that was because I was camping and being all cool like that. So, yeah, I am here again, back at my desk, talking in my room, alone, as I do every Friday evening, and uh, I think today's going to be a good podcast, yo, and and I am excited, Uh, I... feel like I was going to say something else, but at the moment I cannot remember what it is. Anyway, uh, here's a reminder super quick, I'll probably say it again, the ep- it, but, but, but yes, um, the end of the episode, too, um, uh, t- oh gosh, uh, what am I doing? Uh, so... The Broski Files now has a YouTube channel where I'll just be uploading dumb stuff that I do in my daily life, like I already do on this podcast. And so, yeah, go subscribe and watch that. I don't know really what it is. It's just me being dumb. So, yeah, go subscribe to that channel. And anyway, let's get started. Oh my gosh. So as you know, <laughs> Among Us has just taken over the flippin' world. Okay? And if you don't know what Among Us is, it's basically this game where we got all these little spaceship dudes, these little astronauts, and one of them uh, is, is the imposter. And the imposter, he's supposed to disguise himself as a regular spaceship astronaut dude, also known as the crewmates, and make it look like he's innocent, you know? But when he's really plotting to to do evil and kill all the other little crewmates. And, yeah, that's it. And my pin just fell apart. Anyway, so yeah, that's really the gist of Among Us. You get to communicate, try to figure out what the imposter is. You get to vote people off. It's not really a hard game to comprehend. But for some reason, our dumb human minds have just... This is the best... Apparently, Among Us is just the best thing thing since sliced pumpkin bread. Yep. And... I, I, uh, I downloaded it, and I, too, am just like the rest of the world, because I cannot stop playing. Ah! I don't really see the, I don't know, it's just addicting, especially when you're the imposter, and you can do this thing called venting, where you get to go, whew, like, jump into the vent, and get around places faster, and... Yeah, it's really weird. It's just a game, but yet YouTube 
always is finding a way to somehow sneak it into my recommendations. Oh, it's the four-minute mark. Um, oh, well, you know, some ways... Well, jeez. Uh, let me think. Some ways you can get killed in, in Among Us. Sometimes the imposter will just come up to you and... Snap your neck, like... And, you know, there you go. Done. And then it's weird, because the dead bodies in Among Us, it's just legs with a bone sticking out of the torso. And that's the dead body. That's it. It's honestly kind of unsettling and creepy and in a very odd way. And so, yeah, that, that was that. There was that. I don't know what this podcast is. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, I'm going to tell you guys a story about Among Us. Let me think. The first time I started playing Among Us, I had absolutely no idea what the absolute heck I was doing. I was kind of running around, pretending like I knew what I was doing when I really... I didn't. I didn't even know how to vote. Um, and so everyone was getting mad at me, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a noob, broskies. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, there's this thing in the beginning before you actually start playing the game where you can, like, uh, sort of design your avatar or whatever. And there's this one hat that I really enjoy, and it's the toilet paper roll. Because it brings back all those great quarantine memories of people beating each other up for toilet paper. And it reminds me where I've come from and, and how I've gotten to this point of playing this game that has somehow brainwashed all of America and the world and the universe. So yes. Anyway, so after I finally started to get a hang of, of, of Among Us and didn't do so bad and look dumb, uh, there was this one time where I was the imposter and I was really excited. And so, you know, I was trying to vent, be all cool. You know, as I said before, venting is where you can go into a vent in a room, you know, in whatever place you're in, uh, whichever setting you're in in the game. And so I went in the vent, and I was trying to be all sneaky, and I pop out, and there's the dude. This this guy, he's just standing there looking at me, and there's just silence as we stare into each other's digital faces. Because for some reason, the astronaut guys don't have eyes. It's just like a helmet thing. Mabob. And so we were just staring into each other's lifeless helmet things. Not moving, not saying anything. I mean, you can't say anything. What's wrong with me? Uh, you can't say anything. And finally, he just goes, And so I take off after him. I'm like, And so I'm running after this guy as fast as I can. I'm breaking my finger. My finger is like going off my phone because I'm trying to push the joystick so hard so I can just move and my guy he's not moving fast enough and the other guy is freaking out he's like 
you know, pulling some motorcycle moves. And, you know, I'm hyperventilating over here because I'm doing really good. And this guy's just going to give me away. And and so finally, we're almost there. We're like racing to the emergency button or to the emergency meeting button. There's this emergency meeting button, this giant red button that everyone wants to push because it's big and red, obviously. It's a button. I mean, who wouldn't want to push that? Anyway, and this button is in the middle of a table, and this table is in the cafeteria. So me and this guy were like, nyow, nyow, you know, to the cafeteria, going as fast as our tiny little legs would go, astronaut legs would go. And finally, I don't know how he slows down, but I get to the emergency button thing, and I push it, and I go, yo, I think, I think the color I was, uh, cause you have to pick, you have to, like, assign a color to yourself, so everyone can tell each other apart, you know, you can't be the same color as someone else, so I was yellow, and the other person we're just gonna say was, was red, and I was like, so I push the emergency button, and I get on the chat, and like, yo, red is the imposter, and, and, and he's just like, what? And so everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's red, it's red. Whoa, yellow, you saved our lives. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, yeah. Basically, I ended up killing those people that looked up to me, and the end. I won the game, and it was great. And then the next round, the same guy who I was chasing was the imposter and, and, and killed me while I was trying to just do my tasks like a good little crewmate. But no, he had to have his revenge. And then and then I got turned into that weird dead half a body thing, just laid on the ground. And then my little ghost crewmate, I got to use him to finish up my tasks. And I couldn't tell anyone who the imposter is because it kept taking away my messages. Like, I know you can't, it won't let, if you're dead, you obviously know who the imposter is, so it won't let you chat on messages whenever you go to vote or whenever someone calls an emergency meeting. But I send the messages anyway just to get my anger out, hoping that somehow they'll see me when I, I know they won't. And it's very depressing. Yep. So Among Us is a roller coaster of emotions, yo. Stressful, especially when you're having to run away from the imposter. Like, come on, man. But anyway, yeah, I was really proud of myself for when I got to the emergency button first. And I totally pinned it on that guy. I wonder what Among Us would be like if 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 we had lawyers. If Among Us had lawyers, because you know, obviously, if you're the imposter, you have to come up with an alibi to, you know, say, oh, I'm not the imposter. Even though someone saw you vent, but they didn't, quotation marks around didn't, they didn't see you vent. And, yeah, so among us, somehow, this game about space and turning people into half bodies with the bones sticking out and doing tasks.
and become this thing called the imposter. It has taken over our lives, turned into memes. Oh man, turned into songs. I heard a song the other day about Among Us, and I was singing it all day, and it was really annoying. And I couldn't stop singing it because it was just is is so good. Man, that was a good song. And so yeah, that that's that that that's the gist of Among Us and and this this intro segment what was was ten minutes long when it really didn't need to be because wow. Um oh jeez. What is my life? Anyway, so moving on let's deviate away from Among Us. We'll probably somehow come back to it later because you know our lives are just among us these days. Oh man. I can't wait till Among Us gets unpopular and everyone still has the game. It's gonna be like made fun of. It's gonna be hilarious. And I'm going to be one of those people that is being made fun of. But anyway. So. As I said at the beginning of this podcast. I. Went on a camping trip last week and being in the woods and stuffs made me think of this one fateful day about a year ago but seems like a lifetime ago and this event has traumatized me for the past since it happened yes okay so let me think. This day, so my mom, uh, still is, just been busy lately. Anyway, uh, she is super interested in, like, running 5Ks and stuff. And this is back when I didn't have bloody stumps from cross-country practice. So, you know, I wasn't in shape, but I also had both my legs, so that was good. Oh, anyway, so yeah, I wake up, my mom, my mom, sorry, I'm going all over the place anyway, I, I, I can't talk, I'm going all over the place here, so anyway, about a year ago, my mom had signed us up for this, for, um, this, this 5k race that was gonna be in Glenrose and Dinosaur Valley, you know, where supposedly all those authentic historical uh dinosaur toes prints are and we were gonna run a 5k there and so our dumb selves decided oh let's take let's take the five-year-old cousin it's gonna be great and my five-year-old cousin's a boy and his name's landry and he's absolutely crazy but i love him most of the time. So, he had spent the night with us the night before, and then we were gonna get up early to make it to the 5K, which was pretty early-ish in the morning, and then you know, just come home, have a good day. So, he spends the night, we have a good time, we wake up the next morning, and it is, it's so early, like, it's so early. I hadn't gotten any sleep the night before, 
And I can tell Landry's tired. I can tell my dad's tired. But no, my mom over here, she's got her running stuff on. She's got her sports gear on. You know, she's got her camelback uh, water trough backpack thing attached to her back. You know, the thing where you just, like, take a... There's the giant tube thing attached to your backpack, and you just, like, take a drink. It's really weird. Because I don't know how I'd feel about just drinking water from my backpack. That just is odd. And so, yeah, she's like, come on, guys, let's go. Let's go do some uh, running at... uh, um, um, Seven in the morning... And, you know, we're over here like, yay. So, uh, we eat breakfast real quick. And my mom, the night before, had gotten us this new bagel cream cheese. And it was like, blueberry cream cheese. And so, naturally, Landry, being the curious kid that he is, um, wanted to try this cream cheese. You know, it was like a pinkish, purplish color. And, you know, he put it on his bagel. He ate it. I don't know what I ate. I probably ate something stupid like flipping Jolly Rancher uh, cereal or something. I've tried that before and it's terrible. Do not get it. Anyway. Okay, so we eat. We eat breakfast. And it's so early. I can barely keep my eyes eyes open. And then we get in the car. First thing I notice outside is that it's, like, drizzling. Like, the rain, you know, and it's all cloudy. And it's just gloomy and mucky and not a day that I want to be thinking about dinosaur footprints. And so, you know, we get in the car. I'm in my running stuff, half asleep, with drool all over my face and my hair looking like, uh, like a nuclear explosion happened in it. And Landry's half asleep with giant purple bags under his eyes and you know looks like he's drunk in his in his car seat and my dad he's half asleep going to drive mom's like come on guys we're going to run you know she's just this ray of sunshine where the rest of us are just dark depressed clouds like what or you know i like i hate everything so anyway Landry, with his stomach full of blue cream cheese, we set off on this gloomy day to our dinosaur adventure. Yay! And my dad decides to turn on this podcast. It's called Spooked, and it's about, like, uh, supposedly true ghost stories or whatever. Creepy stuff that's happened to people. Which just adds to the creepy feeling in the air, you know, with the outside being all weird. And, you know, I'm half asleep, like, having some crazy dreams about monsters or whatever. Because this, the podcast is, like, getting into my dream. You know how sometimes you'll be asleep, but things happening outside, like, sounds will get into your dream? Yeah, so that's what was happening. So I don't know what I was dreaming dreaming about. Landry was in his car seat. Um, I don't know what he was doing. Probably messing with his fingers or picking his nose or whatever five-year-olds do. And my dad was half asleep at the wheel. And my mom is, I don't know, probably looking at some articles about running or ordering more $1,000 workout clothes. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, 
And so I I, I kind of wake up more and I start talking to Landry. We're just talking. You know, it's going to be a while till we get to Glen Rose. And then all of a sudden he's like, Lucy, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, oh, uh, sorry, buddy. Don't have anything. I'm half asleep, yo. Dreaming about ghosts chasing me. So I, you know, I ain't got nothing for you, buddy. And, you know, my parents can't really hear him because, again, my dad's starting to bri- drive and my mom is lost in the world of yoga pants and tank tops and Nike sweat band socks 2000. I don't know. Um, and, and so, you know, he's fine for a few more minutes, but then again, he says, Lucy, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, bro, I can't help you out. You know, just look out the window or something. You'll be fine. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I had some nice sweatpants on, okay? I had, like, a nice sweater, comfy running sweater. You know, I was in style, yo. That 2019 style. And then all of a sudden, I look over at Landry, and he looks like he's just seen a pink, fluffy bunny that got shot by a tranquilizer dart knife and then was exploded. He looks, he just doesn't look good, and I'm like, Oh, Landry, are you... But before I can finish my sentence, this kid starts puking, starts just exploding all over my pants. And like I said before, he had just eaten cream cheese. So there was just this pink waterfall exploding onto my sweatpants. It was not stopping And I couldn't speak for a moment because I was in shock at the amount of pink coming out of this five-year-old. And my dad's not noticing anything. My mom's not noticing anything. And I'm like, holy dear mother of Jesus of God, all the heavens above. Oh, my dear. Huh? He's puking. I repeat, it's a code red. The kid is puking. And we don't know what to do. He's still puking. It's continuous. I don't know where this pink puke is coming from. It's just pink. And it's getting on me. And I don't know what to do. And I try to move over. It's getting all over the cup holder. Uh, It's getting on the windows. It's just exploding in our car. Our car, it's just pink. Okay? I... It's... Oh... Pink, it haunts me to this day. Pink chunks flying everywhere. Oh my gosh. And my dad, he like starts to swerve. Like, you know, his car's going all crazy. And it's kind of raining outside. My mom's just over like, hey guys, what's going on? Oh, what's all that pink on the floor? Guys, are y'all right? I'm like, no! Mom, he's exploding! It's a nuclear war happening over here. And why did we give a five-year-old 
blueberry cream cheese. Who does that? And first of all, he didn't even eat that. No, never mind. He did eat a lot of cream cheese. So like, as this is getting on my nice sweatpants, I'm freaking out. I have this look of horror on my face. It's like one of those things where you can't watch, but you can't look away at the same time. <sighs> Forget it, chapter two. Landry exploding on sweatpants with his pinkness is the new horror movie of 2020. I mean 2019. Let's just pretend 2020 doesn't exist, okay? We've already decided on that. So this kid... It's just a never, oh my gosh. And so my dad, he swerves into this tiny parking lot of this store that was just opening. And, you know, we burst out of the car because we're being drowned by all the pink. There's so much pink and it stinks like a fish took a crap, like a dead fish took a crap in a porta potty. And then, I don't know, spat on it. Okay, that's what it smells like. So we jump out of this car, and, you know, I do an army roll on the ground. And, uh, you know, check for any wounds on myself. Because who knows, the force of that pink waterfall could have pierced through myself. I don't know. And Landry, he's just got pink all over him. And disgusting. And he's crying. And my dad is just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh, oh. You know, he's just trying to take care of my family. And my mom's like, guys, it's going to be okay. It's just a little, just a little throw up, you know. I've got wet wipes. And it's like, mom, at this point, wet wipes cannot clean up a war, mom. Wet wipes. I just I keep I keep saying wet wipes. Wet 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 wipes will not clean up this murder scene that has taken place in our car, Mom. It's not happening. And so you know she starts giving Landry, you know, wiping him down like no no with those wet wipes, going all car wash on him. And I'm over here. Just crying over my sweatpants, giving them a funeral in advance. Because they're ruined with the pink explosions that have taken place all over them. Because, you know, I was I was in a lot of fire, so that wasn't good. And so, then our puke-smelling selves go into this gas station. This gas station store that is just that is just opening up, you know, with the first ray of sunshine, and, you know, the workers are still probably, you know, waking up, and then they see this family with an explosion of pink all over them, a sick kid, an angry teenager, uh, we're okay, uh, mom, an ang- um, a mom that is just rainbows and butterflies, and a dad that looks like he wants to strangle the first person that comes up to him. And 
they were looking at us all weird. And, you know, now Landry's just fine. Now that he's gotten all that pink out of him, he's he's doing good, y'all. And I'm trying to frantically wipe off my sweatpants. And it's just completely silent, you know. We don't know what to say because we are all shocked and traumatized by the event that has just taken place in our car, on our clothes, and the smell that is stabbing our nostrils with a machete. Um, so, so yeah. And you know the first thing that comes out of this five-year-old kid's face? Can I have a Sprite? And some, what was it, uh, flippin', uh, goldfish. He saw goldfish. And I was about to lose it, y'all. About to lose it. I wanted to slap this little kid in the face with my puked-on sweatpants. But I didn't. I held it together. And then broke down, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, but it wasn't good. So we're just walking through the store, like, hobbling around. Me trying not to get the puke anywhere else, smelling bad. And now Mom's getting kind of mad, because she's like, ah, gonna be late for, for the 5K! And it's like, Mom, we just had a near-death experience. Forget the 5K for two seconds. So finally we get cleaned up. Landry's changed because for some... My brush cleaning grandmother packs 47 outfits in case anything like this happens. So this is a good thing. She came prepared. And he gets changed. I'm still in my puke clothes because I wanted to be trendy. And I didn't think of taking any other clothes. So that happened. And finally, we just get we, we get out of the store. You know, the store people are just looking at us weird. Probably wanting to give us money because we look homeless and sad at this point. And they give us money. No. I wish. Seriously, man. Someone buy me some new sweatpants. And we get in the car. We finally get to Glen Rose. And my mom's like, Hey! So my friends just offered to take me home after the 5K if y'all want to go ahead and go home. So my mom abandons us, and now it's just me, my, me, my dad, and the puke kid sitting in the car like, what the absolute heck in the world just happened? So yeah, that was great experience so we start to go home it's raining everyone is sad and depression and then we have to stop on the side of the road because Landry has to puke pink again and then my dad uh and then so we get back in the car after the puking of the pink is done once again and my dad goes to push the gas, and it's not moving. It's not moving. He pushes it again. Not moving. 
It's not coming out of the mud. We stopped in this ditch in the middle of nowhere. We have no idea where we are. There's probably a murder following us. There's probably another person on the side of the road stalking us. And then there's the lonely cow that is just like, oh my gosh, these poor people. And what is coming out of that kid's face? And my dad utters 47 and a half curse words I've never heard before. They're coming out of his mouth. And tears are spewing out of the sides of our eyes. And blood is spewing from our pores blood sweat and tears went into the situation finally we got out of there and it was just silence on the ride home as we took in everything that had happened and that was an interesting day so last but not least for our main segments um Last night, I watched this show, and it was like, behind the scenes of Disney's Animal Kingdom. First of all, let's talk about the vets here. There was a Dr. Dan, a Dr. Rip, Rip, Rick, and a Dr. Jeff. Except it spelled like Geoff, but pronounced Jeff. Like, one of the fancy, rich guys. Like, Dr. Rick, Dr. Dan, and Dr. Jeff. Disney MD. You know, like Chicago MD or whatever you call it? Disney MD. And tonight's on, and, and, and on tonight's episode, we have Dr. Rick perform surgery on a lizard. What will happen? And will Dr. Dan finally confess his love to Karen? Find out? I don't know. You know, just like, what? It seemed so cliche. And then there was this one, um, and so let's, let's move on to the actual animals now. First, there was this draft your giraffe named like Kaya or Kaya or some along those lines. We're just gonna call it Kaya. It's probably not the right Kaya. Kaya. Yeah, Kaya. And this giraffe, first of all, one of the care care of uh, animal care workers was like, yeah, I'm totally like best friends with giraffe with this giraffe. It's like, dude. Get a life. Is this what Disney does to you? And you can see, like, the sad and deadness inside of him, uh, you know, behind his eyes. It's just like, I am dead inside. My best friend is a giraffe. So anyway, that was weird. And then they start talking about how this giraffe has, like, hoof problems. And, uh, they, they had to do this thing, they, to do this thing, they had to get it out of its cage, or its enclosure, as PETA would like me to call it, and so this giraffe, apparently it takes them literal days to just 
get this giraffe out of here. And, and it's it just... Ugh! Like, can't you just shoot it with a tranquilizer gun? Or, but no, that's not Disney. Have you seen Bambi? Everyone went in an outrage when the mom was killed. So, yeah, I can't do that. No Bambis here. No kissing deer. And finally, when they get this giraffe out of the enclosure, there's like this inspiring, beautiful, classic Disney music playing. Like, ah, while this giraffe, while it's a scene of this giraffe, while they're doing the, you know, I don't know, cutting its hooves or something, this giraffe. Its long, ridiculous purple tongue is picking its nose with its tongue while the music in the background is like, Disney giraffes. And there's like this beautiful sunset in the background and then this giraffe's just like, what? What? Go watch your Disney MD with Dr. Rick. Stop staring at me. This giraffe obviously hates everyone and just wants food. And so... Before all this happens, uh, you know, when we first learn that this, oh, this inspiring story of a giraffe with overgrown hoof problems, um, though, you know, we don't really know what's wrong and what they're gonna have to do, so this lady just says, oh, get the tool, it's like, what's the tool, are you gonna shoot this giraffe because it's got hoof problems, but it's actually just like this giant nail clipper thing. And, and then, you know, they just play the inspiring Disney music as the giraffe picks its nose and does all this other weird stuff, makes a dumb face. It has, like, one expression, and it's just a blank stare that stares into your soul. Inspiring music. The circle of life. It's like, what the heck, man? Um, I just, I think it's so funny how obviously these people didn't get any good scenes of these animals, so they just put in the beautiful, beautiful music in the background to cover it up. It's like, the giraffe's not picking its nose, just look at the sunset in the background. So yeah, there's that. And then there was this chicken. Apparently, there's this part in, um, in... In Animal Kingdom at Disney World, called the affection section, where it's just like, uh, an a petting zoo. And this petting zoo has chickens. First of all, chickens are flipping velociraptors. And I mean, if Disney wants velociraptors, they can have velociraptors. I'm not gonna be the one with Disney MD suing me for having velociraptors in my petting zoo, so I don't even think any, anyway, um, so, and there was this one chicken that had, so, it just shows us the side of this chicken, first of all, this chicken's like super fluffy, it's like, ah, ah, chicken, and this chicken's name is Popcorn, and then it flips over to one of the caretakers. She's like, yes, I found popcorn in a parking lot. 
She was horrible, but now she's just a part of the family. And then it shows this chicken. This chicken's a flipping zombie chicken. It has like feathers missing, like half of it's bald and half of it's wing it's just like a skeleton wing there's no feathers there it's the ugliest thing like if disney is trying to give you nightmares they've they've accomplished it with a chicken named popcorn the chicken because they've obviously got this chicken from the parking lot because it was dead and then took it to disney md we're flipping dr jeff and dr rick and dr dan brought this chicken back to life because this chicken is not I don't think it's supposed to be alive, but you know Disney, with the inspiring true stories, and always wanting to get people to feel the feels, you did it. You gave us nightmares with this popcorn the chicken. And then, this chicken has to go into surgery, because something's wrong with, like, it's organs, and they have to cut their doing surgery on a chicken. It's like... Bro, chickens are supposed to live 10 years max, lay some eggs and die, or eat them in a salad. You know what I mean? And Disney is paying like $4,000 to save this ugly zombie chicken named Popcorn. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) so finally this chicken comes out of surgery. He's like, ah, Popcorn, the chicken's now she's perfectly fine and you know it shows dr jeff and all his glory and disney money coming out of the vet room and this chicken is even worse looking than it was before it went in the surgery room it's like bro this chicken doesn't need organ surgery this thing needs plastic surgery and oh geez like even more of its feathers was shaved off and he shows it off to the caretakers that takes care of the chicken she's like oh my gosh she looks so good i hope that woman was getting paid well because that was some darn good acting man cuz i saw that chicken i would i would go I don't know what I'd do, okay? Because I'd run away and hide and cower and lock myself in my house and go watch all 400 seasons of Disney MD. So, yeah. And then there was this other thing about the construction workers. They had made this tree that they wanted to blend in with the element, with the elephant, not the element, the elephant enclosure. And it was this tree that was supposed to look all realistic and stuff and not affect the elephants and have light coming out of it so people at night could see the elephants if they were taking, like, a safari at night. First of all, why would you want to take a safari at night? There are lions and tigers and obviously zombie chickens coming out to get y'all. And, just, whoa. So, and it starts interviewing this one guy who's supposedly a construction worker, you know, because they're going to install the tree of light into the elephant enclosure. 
And on his helmet, it says in like these nice letters that have clearly been glued on there. Like they're just, it looks so formal and nice. It just says Stephen. So, so far we have Stephen, Geoff, pronounced Jeff, Rick, and Dr. Dan. What is this, Disney? What? Why? So, they install their tree of light and they just turn it on. And they're like, yeah, it took us a year to design this tree. Yo, just get a tree out of the ground and duct duct tape some flashlights to it. Jeez, Disney, flexing on flexing on us like that. We know you got money, and you spend it on a light, a, a tree that emits light. And it's not even a real tree. It's a tree that was made so realistically to look like a tree, but it's not. It's a fake tree. So, yeah. 2020, man. Zombie chickens and Dr. Dan. I hope Disney makes that a series. Disney MD. It's supposed to be like, you know, Chicago Fire or whatever those weird suspense shows are. Like Miami some. But it's just about these ugly rich doctors with weird... uh. Classic doctor names performing surgery on zombie chickens. So, yes. There we go. So, before we end this podcast, we have a new mini segment being added to this podcast. It's going to be on here every week. And it's going to be called James's Jokes. My dad has this super cool co-worker that works with him and is always telling him the punniest jokes. Oh, I'm so cool. Hair swish. Um, so, yeah, uh, every week uh, there's going to be a little intro music and I'm going to be like, James's jokes, yo. Oh, and his co-worker's name is, is James. It's, I didn't, it's just, I, it's not just, I, it's not just a, a random name I came up with. So, yeah. And, yeah, let's get this started. I'm going to tell you one of James's jokes. Hope y'all are excited. Welcome, broskies, to James's joke of the day. And today's joke, why did Hulk become a realtor? Because he was so good at flipping houses. And that was James's joke. <laughs> so, yep, there we have it, broskies. I hope you enjoyed the longer episode today because I actually had some ideas this week. And uh, make sure to go subscribe to the Broski Files on YouTube. And thanks for following me. Make sure to tell your friends about this podcast. And yeah, it this was a pretty fun episode. I had a fun time recording this. And I will see y'all next week. So bye, broskies. Broski out.